0: i'm chris and And welcome to the most haunted city (laughs) on earth all right hello everyone we are here at lake shawnee abandoned amusement park with chris who is a part of the family that bought the property back in the 80s and they've had it ever since they've done an amazing job of keeping it so unique and so rich to their original history um And Chris has given us a little bit of a tour around the property and told us some really interesting stories. Uh, Chris, would you like to tell us one of your favorites?
1: Yeah, one of my favorites and one that's a little bit well-known is it's 1966. The mother drops her son off that morning. She returns in time for the lifeguard to blow the 5 o'clock whistle. Her son's nowhere to be found. She thinks that he walked home. She goes to the house, he's not there. She comes back to Lake Shawnee. They find him at 7 p.m. that night. In the bottom of the pond with his arm stuck in a drain pipe
0: <sighs> goodness i that's like a mother's worst fear honestly it really is and, what, and where did that happen yeah where uh where on the property did that happen
1: it was at Seaman's swimming pond yeah.
0: awesome yeah um now do you think that the little boy is still on the property or is it uh, kind of unconfirmed of whether or not? I think
1: he's still here because some of them says, uh, some of the investigators that comes here, says that he hangs out at the front gate mm-hmm. and he watches everybody coming and going and he makes sure everything stays safe. And they think it's kind of cute that this eight-year-old would take such a great responsibility up on himself.
0: Absolutely. Well, you guys heard it here first. There is definitely a haunting at the Lake Shawnee Abandoned Amusement Park. Um, now... Uh, are we able to talk a little bit about the Native Americans that were here originally? Just to... We, we could do a little bit. Okay, yeah. cool. Uh, the original people that were on this land was the Shawnee tribe and they were here for thousands upon thousands of years and Chris and his family along with Marshall University have done such a wonderful job researching their history. Uh, is there any little factoids you'd like to share with our viewers about them?
1: We do know that the Shawnee lived here. From the woodland period all the way up to the 1700s. So, if you don't know the woodland period, that, that's when they hunted with spears. Bow and arrows wasn't invented yet. So, they lived from that time, which started in 500 BC, all the way up to the 1700s. So, like you said, a couple yep. thousand years they lived on this property.
0: That's amazing. And um, they've found amazing artifacts, well-preserved. They also have a beautiful little uh, monument for the Shawnee uh, graveyard, well, the burial ground that is over there. It's just absolutely gorgeous of all of the little trinkets and things that people have left behind that are special to them that they have given as an offering to the Shawnee people. And we'll definitely insert some photos of that and some video of that, but awesome, cool.
2: Now that we talked to Chris a little bit, we're going to take y'all around Lake Shawnee Abandoned Amusement Park. We're going to talk about the deaths that happened at the amusement park, tell a couple stories, and then we are going to head over to the Native American Burial Ground, which is not at the actual amusement park. Let's head over
0: hello everyone and welcome to the most haunted city on earth podcast it's madison and jt and we are with our ghost dogs argyle and tartan who are currently wrapping around my legs (laughs) but we are doing another mobile podcast for you guys we are in princeton west virginia at the lake shawnee abandoned amusement park and y'all are in for a treat because we have the entire abandoned amusement park to ourselves which is super fun and we are gonna walk you guys around we're gonna walk the dogs see if we experience any spirits talk about some different ghost stories and different deaths that have occurred on the property and we're just gonna have a good time over here oh. in the creepiest place that I've been to in a long time so
2: absolutely and I got to tell you we just did the tour we just did the tour and um, and it was enlightening it was it not. was very it's not what you read on the internet. It is definitely not. I think
0: a lot of people have made the story a little more gory than it needs to be. The spirits aren't mean here, y'all. I know we love talking about malevolent spirits, but I will tell you, I have picked up on no negative entities on this property yeah, thus we, far.
2: We we do a podcast called From One to Wicked and yeah. we actually did, did Lake Shawnee. Lake Shawnee. Yeah. And now I'm like we shouldn't have even done it because well, it's not necessarily a wicked place. Absolutely.
0: At all. Well, and I feel like you kind of have to visit the property to really pick up on that. You know, um, Chris, our tour guide, his family, he, uh, they've owned the property since the eighties. They were who brought it back to life and he's here all the time. And he would tell us that there was something evil here, but it's a lot of child ghosts y'all. It's kind of just like, an endless playground for the afterlife. Yeah. It's really cool. I don't really
2: think it's cool. a very abandoned amusement park. <laughs> yeah, right?
0: Um, also, something I would like to clarify on behalf of Lake Shawnee is that the amusement park was not built on the Native uh, Native American burial grounds. Absolutely not. It was not. That was falsified information that was brought uh, to kind of pop culture, and it kind of just stuck, but that is not the case. They have found where the native burial ground was It's over there yeah technically it's that away we'll show it to you later on but yeah they have done such a wonderful job of honoring the shawnee tribe that were here before because like chris said this place was stolen from the shawnees but they are doing a great job as owners of the property to make sure that their history does not die with this land. It's not just about the Ferris wheel like right over here. Beautiful. So now another thing that a lot of people like to say is that somebody died on the Ferris wheel. Not the case. That is definitely not the case. Uh, Nobody died on the Ferris wheel. Doesn't mean that no one died on the swings, but interestingly enough, they have had reported sightings of the um, of spirits being on a couple of those bucket seats,
2: specifically ten, right?
0: Yes, yeah, specifically number ten, um, and somebody reported seeing what looked like a shadowy figure standing up on that bucket seat. Now, they don't really know who it might been, who it might have been, but personally, if I had to guess, I would have guessed that it more than likely was some kind of residual haunting, because you got to think about it places like amusement parks a lot of really intense emotions happen to people a lot of happy feelings but also ferris wheels are like kind of a big thing known for causing fear in people because people are afraid of heights so it's quite possible somebody had a really bad fear of heights and have left kind of a residual impression upon the ferris wheel absolutely so if you want to show them It's kind of like this vined off area. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like this vined off little bucket seat. So you kind of have a hard time seeing the number, but that is where somebody has reported to see it. There's also some really interesting photos that if you take the tour, you will get to see of different things people have caught on the property, um, including a really cool photo of just a bunch of orbs that are surrounding this particular Ferris wheel. So definitely cool if you do take the tour.
2: Yeah, all of the tour guides are like, you know, family or close to the family. They know this place extremely or well. Or they
0: worked here back yeah. in the 60s. Or they worked so. here.
2: Yeah, for sure. So um all the money that that, that we get we we paid what? 35 a ticket?
0: 30 a uh, 30 a ticket. We and,
2: oh, 30 a ticket. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, for his time, and it all goes back into the preservation of this place.
0: Absolutely. They're all
2: volunteers, mm-hmm. which is really, really cool. They, they absolutely love this place. Uh, Chris, uh, yeah. the guy that, um, that took us around and told us these stories, you know, uh, really, really, really loves this place.
0: Now, uh, right here is the old ticket booth. This used to be um, the ticket booth when they bought it in the 80s. It does look a little bit older than that nowadays from all the weather, but yeah, this is where they sold tickets when they reopened as an amusement park. And there are people who came in, um, in the 80s who still live in West Virginia, which is super cool to hear that people actually got to experience this amusement park in its heyday. Now, um, when it was an amusement park back in the 80s, they had different rides too, but the swing, was there and so was the ferris wheel and funny enough um, if you listen to that episode of from one to wicked i talked about the strange coincidence that happened with the swing set where the swing set got sold in the 60s and they bought it back in the 80s and it ended up being the same exact swing set when they checked the serial That's number cool. and chris confirmed that for me and he said the same thing happened with the ferris wheel which is super interesting. So, that makes me wonder is it like something that these, something energetically that these particular pieces of machinery exude or have an attachment to that wants to be on this land? You know, because this is a place that is famous for these two particular rides. This is what gets people coming here. So, maybe there is something to it paranormally, but it, nonetheless, it is a really cool residual haunting. Now, you'll notice there's a bunch of toys around here. Now, this is going to be where a little girl passed away in the 60s. She actually died on this swing right here, which you can see the little toys that people have left behind for her. But oftentimes, uh, people do see this swing moving. They've seen other swings moving, even when there's no wind or anything like that. Now, now,
2: this this swing set was over there. That's where the girl actually was, yes. right? Okay.
0: Yeah, we'll show um, kind of where the swing set originally was. When they bought it in the 80s, they redesigned the layout of the park, essentially. Um, but, yeah, there was definitely something that is left behind by the Spirit that is attached to this particular ride. Now, um, this ride also... Uh, was right next to kind of like the road mm-hmm. in the original Lake Shawnee layout. So it's kind of something we speculated after hearing about it, if the ride didn't swing over the road. So if you didn't listen from uh, to the From One to Wicked episode where we talked about how the little girl passed away because the swing slammed into a pickup, uh, like a, a truck, that was backing up, and she died on impact, essentially. And we wonder if there wasn't like some way to add extra thrill that the ride went over the road because there wasn't proper regulations back then. Regulations were not the same, especially for such a small family-owned kind of amusement park.
2: Absolutely. So it
0: is an interesting little bit of information, but people have reported seeing this little girl around here. She often has been caught skipping across the field that we're in, which is super interesting. Um, And funny enough, this little jack-o'-lantern bag, even when it's not windy, a lot of times people report seeing the jack-o'-lantern bag kind of turning in a circle, almost like she's trying to, um, almost like she's trying to get people's attention.
2: Yeah. They said he said that if it goes side to side, it's a yes. Yes. If it goes front to back, she's saying no. Well,
0: so that's it's basically um, it's kind of the same logics of using a uh, pendulum. So, yes. So typically, if you hold your pendulum like this, if it goes like this, that's a yes. If it goes like this, that's a no. And if it goes like this, it's usually just a sign of them trying to, like, get your attention or things like that. But if you notice, it's not breezy at all, and it's been moving kind of like that. And even when we were taking the tour, when he would bring up certain aspects of her, she would just, that thing would go like, whew, 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 Almost like she was super excited that we were talking about her. Now, um, interestingly enough, there are some other reports of children passing away on the property, and it makes me wonder if they're not also playing on the swing set. And we'll go into that in a little bit. But because there have been reports of some of the other swing sets going back and forth at the same time as her swing set, it makes me wonder if, you know, they haven't become friends in the afterlife. I mean, they were all around the same age as children. They all died on the property. It's very possible. Absolutely. I mean, but argyle's definitely taken an interest in a lot of these toys, our little ghost dog. Yeah. argyle is definitely... But she's, p- not,
2: she's not getting to any of them or
0: anything. No, of course yeah. not. But... She, um, Argyle is definitely our more sensitive dog, but she, uh, she often does pick up yeah, she's, on she's Yeah, she's been looking,
2: she's been looking at them for sure. Yeah. She's been looking at them for sure.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> now, oh, cool. I have lots of mosquitoes, so excuse me if I swat at my face. Um, but they do leave behind, like, a lot of toys and people leave offerings for the child, um, and the children in general. I really wish they didn't, you know, bring a, uh, a
2: Annabelle an doll? Annabelle
0: doll, but, you know. Creepy enough.
2: You know? Absolutely.
0: But yeah, so that's the famous swing, y'all. It is just so beautiful. It is so haunted feeling. Now, if you want to head over this way, we're going to go over to where the uh, Clay family would pass away. Well, a few of the children would pass away. Now, the Clay family were the first English settlers in West Virginia. And they would live, actually, right here on the property, just a little bit that way. And JT will insert some uh, some footage of that. But, you see, one uh, one day, a couple of the children were out. Two of them, uh, Tabitha and Bartley, were out playing and things like that. And then um, Ezekiel was out with his father. But the mother was still in her home, and she was taking care of nine kids. Uh, not including the ones that were outside so they had a lot of children to take care of but she heard two of her children screaming in pain and so immediately she was kind of like okay well do i go out there and try to intervene or do i try to take my kids somewhere else and keep the rest of the children safe so basically what she ends up doing is she goes out and she takes the rest of the nine kids. And they start heading to the nearest neighbor's house, which was five miles away.
2: Yeah, it was over that mountain. Yes. he said.
0: Yep, right yep. over down this way, and right over here is going to be where the monument is, so we can talk about this kind of over here. But yes, so Tabitha and Bartley would end up getting murdered on the property. But when uh, the father got back, Ezekiel was nowhere to be found. He found the other he two. You never said kids. who murdered them. Yeah. Oh. No, no.
2: You never said who murdered. Oh,
0: excuse me. Well, <laughs> it was the Shawnee Native Americans that did attack the children, um, and so basically the father didn't uh, couldn't find Ezekiel, and he ended up tracking Ezekiel all the way up in uh, Ohio. Excuse the cars, <laughs> but all the way up in Ohio, where he found Ezekiel with the Shawnee Native Americans. And Ezekiel was burning at the stake.
2: Yeah, it was a group of the Shawnee Native Americans. Uh, Chris told us that it wasn't like the it wasn't like anything like the whole tribe. Yeah, it was, yeah, a it was just a group of them from that tribe. I guess you know they were just you know a, a bad group, and uh, and they took him up to Chillicothe, right? Yeah. Yep.
0: And so um, when the chief of the Shawnee Native Americans heard about this, he actually loaned the father a horse so that he could take Ezekiel's body back to um, right here in Princeton so that he could bury his son with the other two children. And that gravesite is still here on the property to this day. Um, When you go over to it, it does say just Tabitha and Bartley because basically uh, there was, they didn't mark Ezekiel's death, but he is there. It is documented that his body is there. So It is a very interesting story. It's a very sad story too, unfortunately.
2: When I go back around and I'm gonna get B-roll for y'all, I'm gonna go down this trail. He calls it the creepy trail.
0: And he doesn't wanna go down that trail. He doesn't
2: wanna go down the trail. And he didn't really tell me why, but I guess we'll find out now.
0: Yeah. Um, But yes, so this is the marker that they made for the Clay family. Uh, Now we're gonna head a little bit further down and we're gonna pass the marker for the original owner of the lake shawnee abandoned amusement park and fun fact about his marker in particular he basically uh took the bricks from downtown princeton when they were originally ripping out the bricks to put down asphalt he took those bricks because he was on the contract and he used them to pave the outside of the cement swimming pool that's really cool um so When they were fixing things up, they thought, well, you know, wouldn't it be a good idea to take these bricks and make it into his monument? And so it's still here. It is very, it is very interesting. And it does have the dates on the bricks from when they were made to be down in uh, downtown Princeton. And it's from like 1906 and 1908. So it's fascinating that they're in such good condition still. Now, if you look right over here, this is gonna be uh, Conley T. uh, Sniddoe. This is going to be his monument.
2: It's just a, uh, it is a, it is a brick pyramid. It says Peebles Block, 1908, Portsmouth, Oregon.
0: Mhm. Yep. And they were built in 1908 and 1906, which is super fascinating. Um, and they built the monument in 1986. So that would have been Chris's family who built this for him. Uh, But it is still right next to where the cement pond would have been. So, uh, you know, makes sense why they would put it right there. But now that we've kind of talked about a little bit of the history, we get to go into the fun stuff, which is going to be the uh, old ticket booth that was here back in the 60s that apparently people have had some pretty intense experiences in. Like people have gotten stuck inside of it. People have been pushed out of it almost like if there are people on the property that the property doesn't want here if they go into that building something makes it known that you're not welcome here any longer
2: yeah but so just, there's a, there's a lot of speculation and, and you know I talked to Chris at great length about this but there's a lot of speculation about if the native americans are the place i mean are the are the spirits Haunting this place, mm-hmm. killing the you know, uh, killing the people, yep. and uh, and all of that. And Chris said that he believes that is an absolute. That is an absolute. Uh, it's a terrible speculation, and it's a lie. Yeah. He says that he said that the Native Americans' uh, spirits here are actually extremely sweet. Yep. uh To you know, uh, to visitors. To visitors.
0: Because they're kind to them. And he said yeah. that
2: uh, the majority of the deaths. Um, uh, happen because of human error. Yeah, for faulty
0: and, regulations. Yeah,
2: absolutely. So that's why we speculate when that girl died on the swing mm-hmm. that the, the issue was, is, is like Madison said it, it the swing came right over a road, Yeah. and what drives on roads? Trucks. Trucks. Yeah. So, you know, that's that's how that happens.
0: Absolutely. Um, and right over here, y'all, this is going to be where the cement swimming pool would have been which is super, super cool. This is where the little boy would pass away. and um, The also, little boy who
2: got his, his arm trapped?
0: Yes, the one that Chris told us the story about. Uh-huh. And there have been some other deaths that aren't confirmed but are speculated about. Um, but we're actually going to come up to the little ticket booth here in a second with the pinwheel, which is super cool. Now, the pinwheel... The
2: infamous pinwheel.
0: Yes. Now, the pinwheel... It is said to be the little boy. Uh, one of the children, oftentimes, tries to communicate through this pinwheel. Uh, there have been people who have actually gotten the pinwheel to move faster on command. It stops. You want to see command. if we can do it? Yeah, absolutely. Let's All try right. it out. Hello, is anybody there? We came back to see you. Now, uh,
2: Maybe moving back and forth a little bit uh, because he's waving?
0: Yeah. Well, when I said goodbye earlier, he gave me a little tiny twist. Yeah, he did. Now, I do want to say um, that there is no wind right now. So any kind of movement that is happening is definitely not wind because it is stagnant hot air right now. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, if the spirit of uh, one of the children who likes to play with this pinwheel is here, would you like moving the pinwheel so that we can... Um, maybe you see if you're here? Can you make it spin?
2: Yeah, there's movement There's to a it. little movement. There's a little move. Oh now it stopped. No, there's a little movement. Def- it definitely isn't going though. No. That's right. Maybe. He's... Oh. oh, there we go. There we go. There we go. Oh, he's moving. He's moving. Very cool.
0: Awesome. Can you make it go faster?
2: going back and forth what it's doing for all of the people listening it's going back and forth uh maybe halfway forward halfway back and then it just kind of jiggles mm-hmm. um there was actually a strong gust of wind um a second ago and it didn't move yeah. during that wind but i don't know i am not i'm not feeling that he's that he's here I'm, right I'm now.
0: not feeling that he's here either but no worries. But he was earlier. I will say that I could definitely pick up on his energy earlier. Yeah. Um, but nonetheless, this is actually the space where um, the people have been locked out of. They've had uh, people be pushed out of. Oh, oh, hello. Now we're getting
2: a lot of activity on the pinwheel. All right. Yeah, no wind. Yep. No wind.
0: If you're here, can you make it go faster?
2: Oh, my lands. Yep wow it's flying thank
0: you so much we appreciate it
2: it's flying y'all uh and there's barely barely any wind now there's wind and it is stopped yeah (laughs) i am not kidding if you if you're watching the video you'll see the other pinwheel up here the top left
0: is flying
2: flying, but this one isn't moving at all but when there was no wind it was booking it just like it is right now yeah it just started and it stopped immediately yep all right well well how was that madison that's fine he's here yeah he was just over yonder and he was like "Ooh, they want to play
0: yeah we I, that's why i'm here i just want to play with the cake ghosts i if you guys have listened to us long enough i love playing with children ghosts mm-hmm. i have a lot of experience with them from the davenport house but um can you make it go faster again so we can see that one more time if you want to
2: yep there he goes and there's no wind there's mm-hmm. no wind. That pinwheel wasn't was barely great. even. That pinwheel barely was even moving. Wow, that's so interesting. So He's just anyway, just hanging out
0: with us. So.
2: Anyway, so
0: uh, so interestingly enough, they have these kind of scattered around the um, amusement park, where basically these are touch sensors. Where yeah,
2: she's not touching an offering right now.
0: No, I'm not. Um,
2: but what it is is it's a it's a clear ball. Uh, with a red button, and when you when you click it, when you when you touch it at all, it goes off. Yeah, and, and it's a ghost hunting thing.
0: Yeah, so basically you're supposed to touch it. it, and it's supposed to take only little touch, where if a spirit is nearby and they touch it, it should light up, essentially. Very cool. So maybe we can place this out here. Right here, maybe?
2: We can't even see it on camera if it lights up. Well, I'll
0: it. tell you if it is because I can see the lights flicking. It's so
2: bright out here. Is that where it
0: was? No, it wasn't. Could but you put it back where it was? No, I, I, I wanted to put it near the pinwheel so that way, oh, okay. if there's something there, gotcha. if we could ask him to touch it. Oh, it's lighting up right now. And obviously nothing is touching the top of it. You have to touch the top of it to make it go. Okay. So so if you're hanging out with us, can you touch this little ball right here? If you want to, you don't have to touch it if you don't want to.
2: Nothing's happening
0: No, That's okay. you don't have to touch it. It's kind of weird. I understand. I personally, if somebody was like, touch the ball, I wouldn't want to touch it either. So I get that. Um, But thank you for playing with us. We're gonna head out though, I think. Thank you so much.
2: Cool, cool. All right.
0: Bye. All right. Look,
2: yep. he's oh, waving bye. He is waving bye.
0: Bye. Can you wave <laughs> bye to us?
2: Well, yep, it's going.
0: <laughs> awesome. Thank awesome. you.
2: Cool, cool. All right, so we're gonna head over to uh, the actual burial grounds. Yep. The okay. burial grounds that are not under this amusement park
0: (laughs) yes where they are where they've been um yeah and i'm gonna leave my offering over there and things like that so yeah um if you guys ever find yourself in west virginia in southern west virginia definitely come check out lake shawnee uh they do great events here in october that helps out the community and they pick different charities they also do charity events like fishing out in the lake and stuff like that so um definitely check that out if you're ever in this region or just come take a tour yeah it's so much fun yeah
2: you have to come take a tour with chris he was awesome he was he was really really great
0: yeah they have dark carnival coming up in october where they do like a whole haunted house which actually is going to be right over there there's been a
2: couple sightings in this bus yeah um so there's this there's this uh there's this bus here and um people have taken photos and and you can see uh like people uh, standing um, in the window Mm -hmm. and if you if you come to the uh, if you come to Lake Shawnee Um, they'll show you all these photos and they look very, very, very They are. These
0: people are not trying to do any kind of doctored evidence or anything like that. They don't make money off of this. They solely do this to share the culture and the history of this property. Absolutely. It's
2: beautiful property too.
0: Absolutely. Uh, So definitely come check check it out if you ever are in the area.
2: All right. Let's head over to the burial grounds. Also, check us out on Patreon if you haven't already. Absolutely. All righty. I'd like to take a moment to thank the patrons that made this video possible. Thank you for all of our new patrons, Bad Little Goth, Lauren, Chastity Wynn, and Penny Boyce. We really, really, really appreciate all of your support. Now, let's head over to the Indian Burial Ground Monument of Lake Shawnee.
0: So right behind where the monument is, this is going to be where Marshall University and the family who owns Lake Shawnee Abandoned Amusement Park found the bodies of different uh, Shawnee tribe members. And so when they were excavating, they found uh, like a 14-year-old girl who had a baby with her. They found uh, different ages of bodies. They found a chief and things like that. And so since they realized that this was a burial ground, they decided to mark it with a little bit of a monument, and they placed it right here so that guests who come, they do recommend that you bring an offering of some sort for them. I, of course, always bring an offering with me. Um, I usually tend to give coins to spirits at their grave sites or at their monuments to to honor them. So this is me leaving my quarters with the rest of... The people who have left some offerings
2: also it's really it's really really interesting that he said that the uh when they put this this rock here that uh it wasn't this shape originally right yeah. you know it sunk three three feet into the ground in one year the first year mm-hmm. they put it in and then also you can see it shaped into possibly the chief's face can you find the chief's face
0: and then this is supposed to kind of look like the headdress of sorts which is why they dressed it in that way absolutely but yeah um people have left crystals people have left a lock that was to honor like a past relative uh you can see people have left feathers an alien i guess somebody was very into aliens and things like that yep and that's the key with leaving offerings it's all it's up to you it's all about intent when you leave something so it can be something silly like a little painting with an alien you know and we
2: are about uh i would say a quarter to a half a mile away from the theme park so absolutely it's definitely not built on a burial ground it is
0: not built on a burial ground it's built That's near sure. a burial ground but not a burial ground but the lake shawnee uh, family uh, that owns this property they own all of this land. It's about 100 acres of land. So with that being said, though, y'all, thank you guys so much for joining us for this little adventure in this mobile podcast. If you want to see us go anywhere else in the U.S., please leave a comment with where you would like to see us to go because we have had a blast doing these mobile podcasts here in West Virginia. Um, But we are so appreciative of you guys. If you want to see more behind-the-scenes content or get this type of video earlier, join us on Patreon. Consider becoming a patron. You can find us at patreoncom Underground. Also, follow us on TikTok at the Savannah Underground and on Instagram at Savannah Underground. Awesome. Well, my name is Madison Timmons, and
2: I'm JT Timmons. And
0: stay spooky, y'all.